Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for joining us. We thoroughly appreciate it. Today's episode is with girlfriend of the show, Justina, and we talk about a fun show we saw called Sleep No More. Really amazing time. We also talk about what we've been up to and give an update on previous guests of the podcast. Very excited to share that. A couple of things to mention first, the podcast awards are in the nomination process, so do us a favor and help us get nominated. Go to podcastawards.com and vote for us in the People's Choice category and the Best Comedy category, and those votes will count towards us just being nominated. Also, shout out to Clayton Smith for his support of the podcast and newsletter. It's very much appreciated. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to thereitispod.com for info on ways you can support us. But leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts, liking us, following us on social media, those are great ways to support us if you cannot financially. Well, let's get right to today's episode. We're joined by Justina, girlfriend of the show, and we talk about going to see Sleep No More and some other fun things. Let's get right to it. Here's my chat with girlfriend of the show, Justina. Well, Justina, thanks so much for coming on to talk. Thank you. And this non- comedy shop talk episode yes yes non-pop talk episode right well if you had a name for this episode what would it be i guess just sleep no more more. (laughs) i mean that's the big ticket item right it is (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there i mean i thought me being on was the big ticket item but okay well you've already been the the musical guest so to speak yeah (laughs) but we're going to talk sleep no more, but let's chat a little bit about what we've been up to. Because one of the things that people ask, even if they're from here, is they'll say, are you performing? Oh, yes. Is anything going on? And yes, we are performing. We've done some fun things lately. Performance-wise, you just had a show. You were not alone at The Magnet. Yes, that was last night. That was a great show. You are mm-hmm. not alone. Great show. Uh, details in the episode link. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you can do that. Um, yeah, I don't know when the next show is. It's well, already up. Uh, we have a website. Oh, you do? Yes. You have a website. Yes. And, um, and you can see details there. Anyway, well, we have an Instagram for sure. So you definitely mm-hmm, need mm-hmm. to uh, link the Instagram. Yeah, I'll link that in there. And it was a great show. And we perform once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since the Magna opened back up, we've been pretty steady with once a month, which was our cadence pre-pandemic. Right. So that yeah. was good. And it was a great show, great monologists, and I felt funny, which is always a super bonus when you're performing comedy to actually feel funny. Uh, They don't tell you this, but actually the key is to feel funny. Yeah, I have not felt super funny per se. You had a show recently. I did the night before. Yes. I had Armando Diaz experience, which was a really great show, and had some fun people on it sitting in. Steve White sat in. Uh, It was a great improviser at the magnet and julia schroeder former guest 
Was she on that show? She was on that oh, show. She awesome. sat in. And, uh, and then some uh, regulars of the, some cast, regular cast members. Also, they're always great to sit in with them. I mean, just a, what a wonderful show. I love it. And You Are Not Alone, also a wonderful show. Speaking of friends, Davidson Boswell was one of the monologists for You Are Not Alone. Yes, which, if you don't know who that is. He's an old friend of ours from South Carolina. He did stand-up at the No Expectations comedy show that we did on Mondays. And um, he just, I didn't know he was going to be there. He's been living here for a while, maybe longer than we have. And he was doing uh he was he was doing one of the, the monologues for you are not for those who don't know you are not alone style is like an Armando, and for those who don't know anything about improv, don't worry about it. No, um, someone tells a story, or does stand up, and then the crew will do improv based on that. Uh, that happened. That's obviously the Armando Diaz does that, and. Adam Wade was the monologist, a great storyteller. If you pay any attention to the moth, he does that. And uh, he's uh, very popular with that. And he also teaches at the Magnet. And the Magnet's been doing a lot of stuff lately. But we are still Thursday through Sunday at the moment. when mm. we used to be six nights a week. So that's different. But hey, it's a still kind of pandemic world. So we can't come back. Fully to normal uh, while uh, numbers are going up. So that's The Magnet. But we had another show that was not at The Magnet. No. Was very exciting. Um, and you guys know when we're not performing at The Magnet, we're performing at the Google NYC right. headquarters. Yeah, we had a show there that was with Magnet people. It was it, <laughs> We got booked on it through Magnet. And uh, through Armando D, through ADX, basically, because wasn't Megan Gray the one who reached out to us? Yes, and I don't know who reached out to her, but regardless, it was mm -hmm. a show that was put on for Google for their week of coming back to the office, like mm -hmm. reopening for their employees to like full-time be back in the office should they choose. <laughs> and so they were putting on fun activities for them. Preceding us was the Google acapella group, which yeah, was, was like very Google, adorable. Yeah, it was like Google employees yes. who have an acapella group. And I forget the name, but it was cute. It was, as, yeah. as so many acapella and groups are. And the room are. was packed. It's a beautiful facility, number one. Yeah, as you and would And then imagine. a great little space for shows or presentations. They literally had a green room for us. Right. Like was, a literal green room. So. It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was awesome. But when that group was done people started leaving and we were all standing in the back like no don't no no leave. no leave. there's improv yeah yeah and then well we were like there's something else there's someone said there's something else after this and one of the employees oh, said yeah what is it and we went improv comedy which was a mistake but <laughs> that's what we said and <laughs> then the person went oh i know it was so funny and she but and she left. Yeah, and then I, she tried to backpedal and say, yes. like, no, I if I had known about it before, I would have planned yeah, for it. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, no, no but it was we funny. heard the way you responded. <laughs> <laughs> but we still had a good showing. Yes, it was. And, and we they, put were on all, two they were all great and, audience. Too. And they stayed and we got more on the second show. A lot of even. heavy hitters. 
Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good show. And then also we got so many laughs. I was like, because, you know, improv, you never know if that's going to go in a corporate environment, whether it's a show or a team building situation. Some people are very resistant to it, but they laughed so much and it was a great show. It's something yeah. really good. But I was talking to um, Dr. Andy Rourke. Mm -hmm. um, friend of the show. Friend of the show. And, and we were talking about like how like improv at companies, at schools, at non-theater spaces needs to be called something else because- for better or for worse, improv really, the, the term improv shuts people down. They're like, ooh, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to have to like pantomime and do a musical. Yeah, they think rap. that they're yeah. going to have to be involved sometimes. Yeah, I think and... if it just gives people the wrong idea for whatever reason. It has a reputation for making people uncomfortable instead of like empowering people to, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, be themselves or just um, work on your reaction time uh -huh. or... Um, you name it, but yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think I think it's because most people know about whose lines anyway, and they are so rapid or fire. They've quick. been to you know, and I've been to these shows too. But like those improv shows that pick on the audience. Oh and yeah, it's like very nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. And if you do get picked to go up there, it's like oh yeah, death. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like you're not gonna yeah. And so they have you just this say comedy idea. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but it was a great show. It was really cool. Honestly, I really have enjoyed telling people I performed at Google. I really enjoyed performing at Google. The, it was a very interesting really experience. Stellar too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. And like I said, some heavy hitters. There's Woody Foo, Chet Siegel, Zave, our buddy Zave, uh, previous guest, as well as Woody Foo, uh, the two of us. Rob, Rob Pinty, like there was some, like that wasn't even everybody, but that's just it was a fun show and. Um, Really good crew. And we had a great time. We had a great time and would do it again. Oh, yeah. If I'm being honest, I'd do it again. Yeah. Because I'd, we had a good I'd time. I'd perform weekly at Google. Uh, yeah. If they want to hire us to perform every <laughs> week at lunch. We can do that. I would do it. Let's talk about, we've been talking about previous guests a little bit here. Yes. Coming onto the There It Is podcast is really good for your career, turns out. It is apparently. Dave Pasquese got um, cast on, he was in, in, Star Star Wars. Wars. He in the Star Wars universe, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Greg Iwinski. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, oh, no, you know what? Well, Zach Bornstein. Zach Bornstein. He blew up on Twitter. Josh after Gondelman he, has been having some been great so, moments since yeah. he spoke with you. Yeah, he, he left Late Show, went to, uh, or last he left last week tonight. Went to DeSus and Mero in a bigger position. I mean, obviously, you get the there it is bump. Uh, yeah. When you come on, and <laughs> we're being facetious, but but the lot of stuff has happened very <laughs> yes. recently. Yes. Uh, Aiden Mary, who always has been selling in stuff, but this last year has been incredible for her. She uh, was in the first year of the podcast she was on. We're still in South Carolina when she was on, I do believe. And she was a great guest, a real fun get. She was on New Girl at the time. But since she was in the after party on Apple Plus, she's on the Showtime show with Vanessa Bayer. I love this for you. She's in the new Fletch movie that John Hamm is starring in. They're bringing Fletch back. Uh, Greg Daniels, who created the American version of the office is the director of that and uh, as i mentioned has john ham in it playing fletch she's also in something she's in like two things that allison brie co-wrote 
one of the things is out and it has a bunch of people in it. It's called Spin Me Round. It's got Lil Red, Lil Rel, Allison Bree, Molly Shannon, and I believe a trailer I saw for this mentioned her as one of the people in it. You know, she wasn't just in it. Like she's in the marriage story. Mm-hmm. When you look at the trailer, they don't put her name on there. But for this, they put her name in there because she's become a name now that you can promote her on. That's really dope. It is dope. Good for her. So she's having that success. I'm super happy for her. She has always been so nice to me and uh, super helpful. And she's just a really kind and, and talented person. Our good friend, Davey Gardner, is having a great year. He is now the curator of audio storytelling for the Tribeca Festival. And part of what's a big deal with that, obviously, it's the Tribeca Festival. But part of what makes it a big deal is this is a new thing for Tribeca, the audio storytelling division. He's spearheading that. And so, yeah, he's hosting the podcast, the Tribeca podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's hosting stuff. He's interviewing people, the events. He's hosting the events, and it's all these, all these like legit people, and he's... He's one bringing them all together. I'm so happy. He's one of the nicest guys that we've met. He's super sweet. He's always super supportive. He's incredibly funny. He's incredibly talented. And he deserves all the success that he has. I couldn't be happier for him because he works so hard and he deserves the success that he has. And it's such a big deal to be launching this, this uh, audio storytelling I know. Show. Go check that out. It's really too. nice to see nice people succeed. It yeah. It feel really good. It does. I got one. Yeah. Lace Larity. Yeah. So she is a stand-up from Atlanta, and she is on season 17 currently, the current season of America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, not sure where she is in the process right now, but I know in her audition she slayed she really did people loved her the audience loved her the judges loved her and she just did such a great job she even got interrupted by one of the judges yes and doesn't know how stand-up works clearly but she (laughs) she like kept going and she handled it so well she had a Um, great quip yeah yeah it was awesome and she has a a comedy album coming out so you need to make sure that you keep an eye out for that Mm -hmm. the name of the comedy album is white trash cinderella which Mm is Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and it is out now. So White Trash Cinderella, check it out. And she's just so talented. Another wonderful, nice person who we love to see succeed. And yeah. she and her husband have both been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, separately. Yeah. As separate stand-up comics. So that's one that I saw and I was like, oh, there it is, bump. Yeah. Move, moving her <laughs> along. So happy for her that she got to be on this podcast. Yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. She also did, uh, there was some... Thing that Keenan Thompson did, like a like a, I think it was a tour and maybe a show or something. But he like basically picked talent throughout the country and then like had them go in different places mm-hmm. and performing. And she was one of the people that he picked. And that mm-hmm. was recently, and uh, she's great. She's she again is someone else who's so good, has worked so hard, deserves all the success that they're having. Yes. And more, quite frankly. Her and Davey are going to... This is only the beginning of their big just success beginning, story. Just yeah. Emmy nominations just came out. Yes. 
This is huge. So one, of course, like Greg Iwinski was nominated for Last Week Tonight, because yep. Last Week Tonight is always going to get nominated. But Black Lady Sketch Show was nominated for Best Variety Sketch Show, but also for writing for a variety series, which means our dear friend Alrithia Carter is an Emmy-nominated writer. It's amazing. Talk it's... about someone who's been who's incredibly kind, yes. incredibly nice, super supportive, and works really hard. Yes. Yeah, we love to see it. Yeah. Uh, Conan. Yeah, absolutely. Work hard, be kind, mm -hmm. amazing things will happen. Yeah, and that's it. That's what she's had. Yeah. And, you know, she's like on cloud nine. You know, she. this is something that... When it happens, it's a whirlwind. Everything with this has been a whirlwind for her because it was basically like a, there was a quick turnaround from her leaving her job, <laughs> her, her uh, job at Clemson, and then going to work for Black Lady Sketch. Oh, there like was going no out turnaround. To it was immediate. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And wow. It's just awesome. and and her first season writing on a show Emmy nominated no big deal yeah <laughs> it, it's just so impressive yeah I just you know you like you said you love to see it yeah so what an incredible time that we just love to I, we joke when we say like oh the, there it is bump like we love to celebrate these people and I tried to on social media particularly on Instagram share when someone else who's been on the podcast shares a big thing i miss certain things but i will try to share it in the stories when somebody has uh, something big going on and uh i just applaud them all the time because they're great and they deserve it speaking of things that we've done that's great uh like that segue we went so this is what the episode was about we went to this the other day and we thought let's talk about it because it was so interesting. We went to see Sleep No More. Yes, and before we go into it, I do want to say that I think Sleep No More is a lot more famous and popular than I realized. I think a lot of people know about it. A lot of people have been to it in New York. And so I don't want to be like, oh, you guys, there's this cool new show, New York, coming to New York, you guys really need to check it out. Like, understood, it is, it is a very popular show. Mm. But we had a really cool experience and I think it warrants sharing not yeah. too much because yes. you deserve to go and experience it yourself. Right, yeah, we don't want to give anything away though. I mean, they say on their website, which by the way, if you go to their website or their Instagram, they aren't, they don't give a lot of information. They just say it is a telling of Shakespeare's Scottish tragedy yes. in a film noir style, something to that effect. Like that's what they tell you. And then they'll say like, it's a the McKittrick hotel. Here are the residents. And they don't even say like, they say the actors names, but I don't think they're saying the character. Names. Oh, so like what's going on. But um, so, so we will keep that shroud of mystery there yes. to keep it fun for you, the listener, for when you come to New York and go to sleep no more. But what an incredible experience. Yes. Let's talk about how we ended up there. Yes. Well, I have been <laughs> wanting to go, especially because our friends went earlier this summer, and I was like, man, we're just going to Yeah, Meg yeah. Person went, yeah. And so we went, well, I, I was walking back from the gym, and I saw they were setting up for a dog 
adoption event and i was like jason we gotta go back to that and so we did go back and <laughs> yeah so just so people dogs. know us we like to go to these events we love going to dog adoption events <laughs> we've been to more than one. Oh, oh yeah more than two. we've been to a few <laughs> yeah um and i feel like they're they pop up a lot in new york i think because mm -hmm. there's so many rescue organizations up here because they get the dogs from the south and the caribbean and stuff yeah, like that sure. so anyway so we went, petted the dogs. It was great, but they were having a raffle. And one of the things that we entered to win, they had really good raffle pri really prizes. Did. And there was a night out. There was one that was late show. Yes, there was. But there was another one that was like, what hotel was it at? Um, the... It was like a dinner for two yes, and all yes. this stuff. I was at this hotel recently and I went there after mini golf. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Very nice. Yeah, but like, they were really, very really nice. And yeah. this was really nice. This was nice. The the we thought we was, didn't win. Oh my goodness! Well, because we initially didn't. They drew a different number. They the person was not there, and the person didn't answer the phone. We just and started so walking just, away, and we're like, "All right," because that was the last one that we had entered. Yeah, we hadn't won any of the other ones. We started walking away, and then she started saying the numbers, and we were like. Those are our numbers. Yeah, I was like, wait, then, that's us. And then we won. It was awesome. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, we got to go and we were as Oz's guest, or as I like to say when I arrived there, <laughs> Dr. Oz's yeah, guest. We get there. We're supposed to tell them that we were Oz's guest. To get like to the front of the line. <laughs> right. And this, Justina goes, uh, <laughs> Justina says, yes. Yeah, so, oh, we are Dr. Oz's guest. I'm totally the sure in how I was saying. The guy at the door is like, Oh, I didn't know he was a doctor. I bet people do that all the time. <laughs> I'm sure he's a anyway, doctor. Honestly. Yeah, he's but it was fun. It was fun. And so we got like a little bit of special treatment, like cutting the line, free coat check, which is a thing because you have to drop off all your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we went up to the hotel. And we put had your the... phone in a in a, in a locker. It's like oh, going yeah. to see a stand-up comic. Yeah. yeah, and it was basically a Dave Chappelle show. So we <laughs> went upstairs to the Manderley Bar. It was very dark. Okay, I don't want to go into too much detail. It was, it it was, was awesome, it was, but it's yeah. an interactive theater experience. Yeah, it's, and you start it's, out it's a like bar. a very immersive thing. So when Meg went on this, and she had told she told you that it was like you can go through. You described it to me. Mm -hmm. It's like you could go to all these different rooms and open drawers yes. and stuff. <laughs> and I had heard of Sleep No More previously. I didn't know too, too much about it other than it's supposed to be like a really special thing. But I didn't know anything. Going in, I really did not know what this was. So when we first got up there, I was just kind of like hanging out, opening drawers. Yeah, me too. Picking up stuff. There's a stuffed animal. I picked it up. It was on this bed. Well, there's hints. If you look at stuff, there's like some of the stuff is very significant. Yeah, it's like letters written yeah. by characters. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So you do have to but, be careful. Which is cool, but... I think I was focused too much on it. Oh, like not realizing <laughs> that like there's a full play. Going there's a play on. going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. So I should have been going over and watching the play, but we were just like really into yeah. <laughs> opening drawers. A little too much because at one point during the play, you were looking at something. Oh, and I was like fully in the actor's way. That <laughs> she didn't see the actors walk in. But I <laughs> But she was too far for me to get, and I didn't want to be like I didn't want to yell because they were basically starting their performance. And I hated to be that guy because some audience members were just so clueless. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, no, no, no. But I got out of the way. It was fine. But it was awesome. I recommend it. Really it. Was. If I could give a tip that um, doesn't give anything away mm. is that things will repeat themselves. 
Uh-huh. So okay. I was under yeah. the impression that I had to fit, follow the play start to finish, mm-hmm. which it does have like a start, middle, end. But like if you miss the, this part, it, I mean, it's you huge. You can see it later. It's, yeah. There's so many rooms and floors to see. And like, you can follow any of the yes, characters. Yes. So like and, and that's the thing that's so cool about it is that you can follow any of the characters. You can see a scene that has everyone in it, but then you can just go, well, I'm going to go follow that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you follow one guy, you can probably follow another guy later and see his deal mm-hmm. or her deal, you know? So I, I wish I had known that going in, and I want to go back and redo it. I do, cause, too. Because I know there was so much that I missed. Uh, but and- I only want to go as Oz's guest. Oh, yes, Oz's guest. That's the way to go. Uh, it was a long line, but it was awesome. <laughs> I recommend it to anybody. I guess like um, there's some mild nudity and I mean little... it's not really mild. <laughs> oh, I thought it was mild. I it was mild to me because I didn't realize that she was topless. But um... <laughs> ooh la la, ooh la la. Um, I thought it was like tasteful. Oh, sure, sure, But, like, sure. it's not for the kiddos, I wouldn't say. Yeah, don't bring your kids. Be like, yeah. well, we're going to go. This- I don't know if kiddos can go, actually. I doubt they could. Yeah, I would hope. I, don't I would hope that. Thing. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, again, not a spoiler. It's pretty commonly known. You get these really awesome masks to wear yes. during, and you get to keep them afterward. Uh, the little tidbit of advice I would give is when you go to follow someone you don't have to run on their heels. No, there's time. There's space. There's time. That was funny, though, to see people run. People feet. would just flat. It was like, you know, when someone, you joked about this when we were leaving. It's like they're trying, they're pretending like they are not running. Oh, yeah. It's like that kind of walking. <laughs> that kind of walking where you act like you're not at full speed. <laughs> like as if no one can see the fact are, that you yeah. are way too close to the actors that happened every time someone left the room people would just dart over there like they're not about to say some like winning lottery ticket numbers or something like you you're not gonna miss it they're right there you could just walk yeah so that was pretty funny oh we had a good laugh at that um but it was awesome. It was really cool to see something like that. Yeah, there was a jazz club in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, that was too, part of the you know? interactive. Like, that was the Manderley Bar. The McKittrick Hotel is where the play is taking place, the Scottish tragedy, and the Manderley Bar is kind of like a waiting space that you always have access to as long as you're there. Like, yeah. you could leave the play and go to that. And, and they were the doing play, music. They had a, a jazz band. Which was awesome. Yeah. I would say that was like 1940s jazz. Yeah. Maybe, um, yeah. <laughs> It was great. I mean, and I definitely want to do it again. It was a lot of fun. And um, I strongly suggest you go do it if you come to New York. Just do it, please. Please. Well, um, we've reached the end. I can't believe it. We're at the end of the episode. We. I hope Sleep No More gets the There It Is bump. I just really wish that they could make it. They should get a Tony. Because of this episode, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about how we should, if we had a Sleep No More like production, what we would do. Uh, you mentioned that we could talk about that. And yes. I thought, yeah, that'd be great. So what would we do? I had a couple ideas. Well, it mostly made one idea. I, I was thinking like if there could be an interactive theatrical experience where you're like 
walking into something mm. and like it's like you are inside of this world like inside a plays world inside a movie's world inside a you name its world that'd be cool to be inside of a song and oh, interesting. so like a song that i thought and so maybe to make it more inner or like last song or maybe inside of an album you know like inside of beyonce's lemonade inside of hmm. uh oh, okay the Beatles, uh, inside of you know thriller yes exactly <laughs> yeah and that would be cool. Yes. That thriller. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. And like, you could like follow the story because some albums have a story or like mm-hmm. connect in some kind of way. Mm. And the thing that came to mind, it's not an album, but American Pie is like one of my all time favorite songs. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, about Woody Holly and all them. Ooh, you could do something like that because you could act out all the different, yeah. you know, like big boppers. And Buddy Holly and, and bop- um, yeah. oh gosh. Richie um, Sambora. Was it? No. No. Oh my gosh. But it's Richie, right? Richie Valens. Yeah. R- Richie, Richie Valens. Um, my goodness. And so, Rob's anyway. going to give me crap. So, so, that was my thing is like inside of music in some way. That's very cool. I was saying, because this was not a whole lot of talking. Yeah. Almost none. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like for there to be a little bit more talk. Okay. Um, also, another thing I thought, and maybe this wouldn't work with, you know, your idea, which I think is a great idea. But I was also thinking, like, what if there is some sort of clue-solving element to it for the audience? Oh, uh, where like, they had to. Yeah, because we were mostly observers mm-hmm. in Sleep No More. Um, but Which like, I was you had fine to, with. Yes, I was because it felt like being inside a movie because they were so good yes. at just they would go walking. If you were in their way, they didn't stop. They didn't get out of character. No, 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 no. Like when you were standing on yes. stage and they're oh <laughs> looking at us, death. Yeah, and they were like, they just stayed in character and they would just like slow up, but the intensity would stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was very cool. It felt like being inside of a movie. If there is some way that you could feel like you're inside a movie or inside and a, a role, yeah, yeah, but doing something as part of it, um, but I don't know how you could do it with a group that size, yeah. But that is something that I thought about. Was like, what if, you know, you could really leave your fingerprint, yeah. on the show, and that would almost make every show different. That's interesting, yeah. Which these. A couple actors did go up and whisper things to yeah. some people. What and I've talked to some yeah. people who did sleep no more. And like one time an actor like kissed somebody on the cheek, you know. <laughs> so um, We saw one person who was like running on the heels of somebody. Uh, but it was just an observer. Uh, the actor, an actor like reached out his hand. Uh-huh. And, and she grabbed it. And then he leaned in and whispered something. And then she went ear. away. And then she walked away, and I don't know what he told her, but yeah. then, then a couple audience members ran on her heels out yeah. of the room. Show her how it anyway, feels. Um, <laughs> Actually, uh, wait, so so you don't have, like, a specific idea? You just want, like... I want some kind of... I would. I think it would be cool if there was a way to do that, but it would be tough because yeah. of the size of yeah. the crowd. Because it was, like, at one point... We walked in yeah. there and it was like a hundred people in there. Yeah. Something like nine actors and not not at all working there. Yeah, I don't know how you could do that seamlessly, but I'm only think I guess I'm only thinking about it from the sleep no more standpoint. But what was that thing we went to? Remember it was uh, all these senses? 
Like one room was smelling stuff. And then there's also the uh, You sound. mean the Rubin Museum? Yes, the Rubin Museum. Yeah, they have an experiential or experiential experiment. I don't know. It's an exhibit in which you experience things. Yeah. And one part is just smelling, but there was another part where you like answer questions. Yes. And you can like drop something in yes. a bin or something. And then the last section, I guess it was, was it was all about drums. And they had a Sheila E thing there, which is very cool. But you could hit the drums mm -hmm. and drop it in water and all this stuff. So what if before the show, there were things like that, elements like that, where you were answering questions and then maybe the actors are also like can improvise certain parts and incorporate certain things that the audience Oh, interesting. Said. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I still would like clue solving, but it would just be so difficult to do that with a large group. On the Unless... scale that Sleep No More is. Right. Well, who says it has to be that scale? We could um, two-person max in this show. <laughs> Two people. Yeah, 20 actors. <laughs> two people at a time. Please. It would be $1,000 a person. I feel like there are experiential, oh my gosh, kill me. I don't experience, even, experience. I'm not going to say it's not. There's yeah. experimental, but that's different than what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, experimental in Spanish does mean to experience, but um, it's not the same. See how she dropped Big. that she knows Spanish, Spanish, and now she's learning French. Check it out. Experiential. 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 Uh -huh. I, I was saying it and just not right. Mm -hmm. Duh. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. There's stuff like that in Disney World. I remember like. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't even know. Like, this isn't a real thing, but like, Buzz Lightyear's about to go to space. But the cockpit is on fire. <laughs> Help him put it out so that he, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah, so, you could do something like that. Yeah. I feel like there's stuff like that in Disney World and theme parks, but sleep no more. That's what's up. Yeah. We haven't slept since, by the way. We, yeah. I mean, once you go, you don't. So that's, yeah. that is not a downside. I'm not criticizing. I've never, I haven't been tired. It's like sleep, no, no more. more. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there it is. I'd say there it is. Yeah. So we, we covered activity we've been doing, what what the um, host and girlfriend of the show have been up to, <laughs> um, the success of those guests who have guests. got the, there it is bump. Right. And then, of so course, many. sleep no more, which. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is just like this blooming show in New York City. I really hope it gets some success. I hope people hear about it and that the word gets out. They could use some support. <laughs> it's incredibly famous. Oh, it was funny because uh, talking to people now, I'm like, sleep more, sleep more. And people are like, oh, yeah, I've seen it like five times. I'm like, yeah, what? we're talking to our friend. <laughs> Tom, dear friend of the show, he said he went through it three times <laughs> once for a bachelor party. So there's no one. We have not mentioned it to anyone who said, what's that? No, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it was a very cool experience, especially to go after winning raffle tickets. Oh, we yeah, were that like made it extra not special. Not expecting to win at all. Yeah. All right, well, that was super fun. Thanks for being here, baby. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my luck. Huh? <laughs> well, I had a fun time chatting with her. I hope you had a fun time listening to us chat. Don't forget to vote for our nomination at podcastawards.com. Also, we have a slew of links and Instagram handles in the bio. Please follow them. It would be awesome if Davey, Alrenthia, Lace, and You Are Not Alone could see a noticeable uptick in followers so give them the old there it is bump. 
follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at There It Is, and follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Also, subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon and a PayPal. Go to ThereItIsPod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 